What's up, Cousies? This is Coaster Cousies. Welcome back to the show. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to you. we got a little holiday special for you. We're giving presents to all of our home parks. We're going to have Park Hoppers Radio jump on for an interview. So uh, why don't you uh, pull up a chair? Put those Cousies in your ear. Mary Chrysler, and welcome to our Coaster Cousies Christmas episode. Well, let's go holidays episode. Let's make it inclusive to all. Happy holidays. Welcome to the Coaster Cousies holiday special. Mitch, how you doing on this fine uh, December cold day? I am doing pretty good. It is almost the end of the year. It is, uh, it's crazy to think that this is our first holiday season as part of the Cuzzies, but truly our third Christmas special that we've ever done together. Coaster Bros here, don't worry. We're just I'm just talking to, to get Logan right now. It's just, yeah. This is the third time we've done a holiday special. So go check out the Prey Coasting holiday specials. But if you have, or if you don't want to, then stick around. What do you think about that, Caleb? How are you doing this holiday season? Oh, I'm full of cheer and Starbucks flavors and... Um... Hey, I'm good. Yeah. I'm excited for Christmas, I guess. Can't wait. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Do you have any traditions that you're excited about? Well, no, just kind of jump around from family to family and, um, you know, exchange gift cards and stuff. It's a good time. <laughs> it's great conversations with family I haven't seen in a year. It's going to be a party. Love that. <laughs> that sounds like, sounds like Christmas. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. <laughs> Here's my thing. Why do families feel obligated to get together once a year at these events when everybody would just do better off if not everybody went? You know, that's the question. Uh, Grinch. You're the fucking Grinch for saying that. I'm the Grinch. (laughs) No, because everybody's going off to all like their in-laws or just their family and no one's really looking forward to it. So why are we still doing it? Like, why don't we just have a little Zoom call for like 30 minutes and call her a day? Um, Because grandma doesn't know how to do Zoom. Am I really that big of an idiot here? Am I that well, mean? I I would say that I know it's pretty it's pretty far fetched, and I've heard of this in like I've heard various things about this, but I'm not sure if it's true. I've heard some families are actually happy and like like each other. I've honestly I don't know anyone like that, but like I have heard of cases. So please let us know if your family is one of those families that like likes getting together and are happy. Um, I, I, yeah. So please let us know because I, we get together and, and we have, I have to run between parents, but, uh, but yeah, some people really enjoy it. I'm going to chalk that up to you guys being millennials and I'm just a Gen Z. Mm, Okay. That's okay. Yeah. Well, generational differences here. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, at least it's not generational trauma this time. That is true. Who (laughs) wants to talk about what they've been up to? Caleb, what have you been up to? How have you been doing? I've been good. My uh, my whole life has just been um, caught up in the, the new Pokemon game that came out, um, and I am in it. When when a new Pokemon game comes out, oh, I am attached to it. So, like eight year old Caleb comes back, and like all I can focus on is the Pokemon game until I finish it. So I'm in the middle of doing that. Um, it's the one that starts with an R. It's not red. What's what are other colors for red? It's not ruby. rouge. It's not sapphire. Uh, Ruby? Rose. It's it's scarlet. It doesn't start with an R. 
No. I'm playing Pokemon <laughs> Scarlet. <laughs> okay. That, okay. So, it's another um, name for red. Scarlet is, is red. Yeah, yeah. Scarlet. That's what I meant. Uh, so I'm playing that and having a ball with that. And then, like, basically all of my free time either goes to, like, making TikToks, social media, or playing Pokemon right now. Great. That's wonderful. There you have it. That's what I've been Lo- up to. <laughs> Logan, what have you been up to? I had more poutine. No fire this time, though. Mm, sadly. Yeah, no one to apologize for enjoying the fire of their business. Uh, this this week's poutine, also brought to you by Leo's. Leopold's Tavern, my favorite bar in all of Western Canada. They had a pierogi poutine as the poutine of the week. So we had farmer sausage, pierogi, some bacon bits, sour cream, and uh, what, what are the other ones called? The green onions. There we go. Ooh. <laughs> It was a really solid poutine. I thoroughly enjoyed it. That one was a bit higher. I'd put that one as like an 8.2 out of 10. That one ranks up there among my faves. Damn. Yeah. Did you put it in the Discord? Did I miss it? Or did you put it in? I know. I, I've been super busy with finals and crap. I guess that is something I've been doing. I've just been trying not to think about it. Uh, yeah. One of my last mm. final seasons since I'm in my last year of school. So been busy with that. Haven't been too active in the Discord. Although, so the whole Pokemon thing then, Caleb, that was yeah. because the new Pokemon came out then. Yeah, myself and, and Chef Jeff are, are really into it right now. Okay, that would make sense then. We're just Pokemon kids. Um, they're, I don't need to get back into it, but yeah, I mean, I, I try to like push down my, my Pokemon urges. I'd be like, no, nah, you're an adult, man, but I can't. <laughs> I turn into eight-year-old me whenever I get a, like a, a Magikarp and I can evolve him at level 20. He turns into a Gyarados or Gyarados. Or Gy- I don't even know how to say it. But um, that, is that, that the punchy movie. rock guy? No, nah, it's, it's the, the big, big old fish. dragon snake, dude. Big fish. Oh, real long. Okay. It's no, the one I, that I don't sunk know the ship in the show. In the original show, they had a magic yeah. carp in a in a in a container or whatever, and it evolved and it sunk the the cruise ship they were on. Oh, yeah. magic carp! Like the fish. I'm hearing yeah. carpet, and I'm like, what? No, no, <laughs> no. That's Aladdin, bro. I can show you the world. <laughs> shimmering friend. Yeah. Anyway. Mitch, what have you been up to? Well, I have been doing it. I think mental health has been on the incline, stabilizing, Woo-hoo. which yeah. is good, which is great. Um, I well, By the time you were listening to this, I will be back in Calgary for the holidays. Um, however, while we're recording this, I go back tomorrow. So I am... Um, Looking forward to seeing friends and family, going back to the prairies where Logan and I will become one with the prairies again. I will be very close to him, which will be great back in the cold. But I had a fun story that I wanted to share, and I haven't told these guys yet. But I was out with some friends on Saturday at like like a, a group event, and we were talking to people. And some people sat down and like met them, asked them, you know, who are you? And they're like, oh, we moved here, to moved to Toronto. I'm like, oh, from where? They're like, we're from Kansas City. And I'm like, oh, my God, you're from KC? They're like, wait, no one call, no one here calls it KC. I was like, well, let me tell you, I do a podcast with a guy from Kansas City and the whole group. So um, if the group is listening, I know a couple of my friends, if you guys are listening, hello. I You, you said you were going to, but if you <laughs> – if you actually are, hello. If you're not, that's fine. I said you didn't have to, but it was very cool to meet um, other people like that. And they're also new to Toronto, which is like always fun to meet people who aren't from Toronto as well. We have a 
a little little understanding when you're new to Toronto that uh, you want to make new friends and everything. So thought it was fun that I've never met anyone from Kansas City in person before. Did you do the the cheat code? Of, I should have taught you this before, but anytime you meet somebody from Kansas City, just like mention the word barbecue and ask them anything about their opinion, and immediately just like this just huge thing of knowledge comes out. <laughs> and just like you know, instant out. friends. Yeah, okay. Midwest nice. Um, God, Kansas Cityans, they're okay. They're not. They're not as nice as like they are in Atlanta or in the South. But yeah, I mean. I don't. I, I've never really met anyone else from, from even Missouri, but these two. I believe your name's Chuck and Samantha. I believe. I oh, I know Chuck and Samantha. Oh yeah, you. Wait, is that right? Yep. Fuck, I don't remember. I'm so sorry. They're I listening. They just turned it off. So. <laughs> yeah, you're like, well, we lost two viewers from Kansas City. There we go. <laughs> Fuck off. But anyways, no. what's really happening is you're just spending all this time. They're not going to listen, and then Logan's going to spend another. Five minutes of his life editing this story. Appreciate the story. So, oh, yeah. The end of the story is that was my fun thing that I nice. met some Kansas City people. Nice. Good stuff. I hope Wholesome they did. Moment. Yeah, they did. They very much did. So, it was, it's been good lately and uh, excited to record some holiday crap for everyone. Nice. Holiday crap. Caleb, you mentioned Starbucks holiday stuff. What, uh, what was your go to holiday thing you tried this week? My go-to at Starbucks? Yeah. You said you had some seasonal holiday Starbucks at the start of the show. What do you have? Oh, nothing seasonal. Oh. <laughs> I, just, I just have my usual. Um, yeah, uh, probably between now and then I'll have another pumpkin spice because, you know, I like that pumpkin spice flavor stay around a little bit past Halloween, Thanksgiving. So I'll, I'll get another pumpkin spice, whatever. Nice. Yeah, sorry, y'all. This was just a very much heavy, hard, forced transition because we have to insert the new Starbucks that I tried. Mitch, you were the one that spearheaded this last week, I think. No, Caleb started it. We realized we couldn't get what we wanted because it wasn't officially a thing. Parker chimes in on the Discord. He's a barista at Starbucks, too, now, apparently. He's like, yo, you could actually do this. And we settled on just the easy option, which was Mitch's suggestion of the vanilla cream or the salted caramel cold brew. It was between me, me and Caleb, both of us um, recommended that in a tall, aka small. Yeah. Anyway, not going to get into the whole size thing. This <laughs> is us attempting to try this out. And uh, yeah, y'all enjoy my little commentary of our new Starbucks recommendation from y'all. All right, what are we doing? Huh? We're getting the mobile ordering app? We're getting the app like Mitch and Caleb told me to. All right, good stuff. We'll check back in when we actually use the app. Yeah, they don't have peppermint cold brew, so I think we're going to tall salted caramel cold brew. Salted caramel. And they told me to go one pump, but I think the one pump was for the peppermint. It already is one pump. Okay, beauty. Then we're going to keep the pump. Okay. One pump of vanilla syrup. It's a tall, salted caramel. Cold brew. Cold foam. Cold foam? Cold brew. Oh, okay. Perfect. <laughs> Hopefully I don't fuck it up this time. It has cold foam on the top of it. Okay, well I think that's the thing that they put on top of cold brews at Starbucks. Okay. I don't know. I've never done this before. Okay, okay well that's what we're going to do. Awesome, thank you. You too. Okay, I didn't have to talk to the. So easy. I didn't have to talk to the. Starbucks on my phone. 
I didn't have to talk to the friendly people. I like this. <laughs> okay. Okay, I'll crank the light on. Okay. What the fuck did you order? What? It says a TI Choco Cream CB. It's because it's hooked to mine. No. It's chocolate. <laughs> That's not what I ordered. This is what? This is not what? <laughs> what am I eating? A chocolate <laughs> cream cold brew. Okay, I guess we're having chocolate. <laughs> Sorry, Mitch. This wasn't our fault. The the uh, the app messed it up. Yeah. No, I I ordered vanilla. No, I ordered salted caramel. I mean, I don't hate it. This is at least coffee this time, so that's good. Fuck lattes. <laughs> the stuff on top is very fucking sweet. It's a lot of foam. And I'm not going to lie, it was so sweet. I thought the ice was a chocolate chip, so I took a big bite in it, and it kind of hurt. I don't know why a chocolate chip would float. No. I don't mind this, but also chocolate's not really my thing. I think if we actually got a but caramel so, like yeah. we ordered, it might be a hit. We have yet to be the hit, though. Like, this is fine. This is tolerable. I'm glad we got it in a small size. I'm not calling it by its fucking name. That annoys me. <laughs> All right. And now you can drink your chai tea latte, and we got to go back and watch the Dolphins beat the Chargers. Please don't age poorly. You really fucked up that order again. <laughs> <laughs> it's not my fault. <laughs> we ordered the right Canadian thing. Steel. The mobile ordering app didn't work. Your guys' stupid rewards app didn't work. You must have put the holiday games have been fun, though. They have been very fun. I am sorry that the second time was not as expected. So third time is a charm, and I hope that it works. But, Logan, from what I heard, it was an improvement from the first drink. I mean, it was actually coffee this time. Fuck lattes, as I said before. It was real coffee. It tasted fantastic. I'm just not big on the chocolate. So if we think we get rid of the chalky and put in some, uh, yeah, you know, the caramel, I think we might have a hit. I also like vanilla a lot, too. So I don't know which way I'm going to go next time. Hmm. Well, that's great. Even if you find, I think the goal is to find a drink at Starbucks you somewhat enjoy. So if you do go there from time to time or would like or so inclined to get a drink, you have an option. Yes, this is a segment for now. Hopefully not for long. Maybe we can turn it into a local coffee shop segment and I, redirect that money in a better place. I would love that. Um, no. no, just dump it into the corporation. Uh, I need mermaid on my coffee or it doesn't taste as good. Mm. Yeah, I only recently learned it was a mermaid like a month ago. <laughs> so proud I thought it was just someone in like pigtails, but I guess that's Wendy's. <laughs> No, that is, that is Wendy's, yes. Love Wendy's. I love this. Spo- Can we get sponsored here? Like, we really need sponsorship. I don't know. I think Caleb knows all about that kind of stuff. You've been the one putting on it. Do we? Can we get any sponsors lined up? Yeah, I'm sure Starbucks is not just chomping at the bit to sponsor us. Uh, well, yeah, well, they've been knocking on our door for a while. I don't know. We'll uh, come into a show near you. We'll put some ads in. Cool. We're selling out, y'all. <laughs> 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 you wanted us to shall i introduce what we're doing for the christmas segment yeah, of we this probably, we should probably do the show part yes so for this festive holiday episode or festive ish holiday episode we have decided that for all three of our home parks we would like to get each of them a gift maybe multiple doesn't have to be a ride, doesn't have to be something physical, but just a gift that we would like to give them 
maybe it's something they need. Maybe it's something they want. Maybe it's something we are just aspiring and hoping to be. But we're leaving this year with these three parks with a gift. So we have decided to start this week's, or this week's, we have decided to start this gift-giving session with Canada's Wonderland. Let's go, Logan. What would you want to give Canada's Wonderland, and why? Oh, Canada's Wonderland. You had to toss this to me first. Surprise. Yeah, no, surprise, surprise. I think Canada's Wonderland, A, just needs better food. I mean, we always talked about it. That used to be one of the three things we talked about on Prairie Coasting, if you listened to us back in the day. Love that we have plugged that twice now. Sorry, Costa bro. Um, Food. Needs better food. We all have been talking about that for forever. I'm not entirely sure where or what. Mitch would be able to give you better locations as well as Parker, but it just needs better food options because Burrito Boys, is that what it's called across mm. the street? Well, Burrito Boys isn't across the street, but it's down down the street a little bit. Frick, Burrito Boys is so good. Yeah, so when your best food option is down the street and people actively go there, maybe it's time to invest in better food. That's my gift. Coaster Bro, you said you're doing some research. Now, hold on now. I think we gotta we gotta talk about the food a little bit here. Now, Mitch, is yours food related or not? <laughs> yeah, it is. So let, let's throw it to you. Let's. I want to. I want to dig more into the food and kind of have a discussion of like what we bring because I, I think I have a different view on the, the Canada's Wonderland food than you guys have. Okay, because my gift would be an actual like a proper chef like a proper like head chef to into the park because like i've heard like and and i actually was watching airtime mike if you haven't seen the coffee with coaster bro episode recently listen to that i watched airtime mike's story today and he said king's dominion has one of the best theme park foods and i completely agree the food at king's dominion is fantastic for vegans and non-vegans alike so i want that chef or that sort of food um dedication, knowledge, experience. I want that at Canada's One Line. Someone who's willing to take on the challenge, shake up all the food items. Cause I don't mind paying eighteen or nineteen dollars for food as long as it's good. And so that's that's what I would say. That's what that's how I would give uh what I would give Canada's Wonderland this year. Are we sure that Canada's Wonderland doesn't already have a chef? They do. He's just terrible. Oh gotcha. <laughs> No, no, no. He. Oh, this is full on. No, no. He does have a chef. I've heard very many. I've heard he does, and is. I'm, I'm saying he is, and I actually do know the person, but it's they're n- not good. Wait, you know the chef, and you're just gonna diss him like that. Well, I don't know him in person, but I know who. Oh. I, I don't. I, I. He's not listening to the show. I just know. I just know that there is a head chef, and I know okay. there has been complaints, and there has been you know calls right. for change in the past, and it hasn't materialized so my my gift would be a new head chef slash team food team gotcha. so my, my apologies i just know you have weird connections like that yeah. like karen from intamin and then like you're one of what like 36 people that in that uh, six flags follows oh, on instagram yes we should actually talk about that. okay and maybe maybe in another time but we need to talk about that End of the show. We'll yeah. talk about Mitch and Six Flags. That'll be a fun way to teaser keep you guys to the end. Yeah, I agree. Okay, so uh, no, I don't have a connection to the chef, but that would be my gift to Canada's Wonderland. Nice. So, yeah. so I don't – you guys think – like what's the biggest criticism about the food there? Is it just that it's all chains and there's not a lot of variety? Like, um, 
It's their on it. The best, the both biggest criticism of the food is the chains are the best food. The chain is the chain food is the, is the most consistent quality. It's the best. You get the best service at the, at the chain restaurants. Whereas and it's fucking pizza pizza. Yeah, ex- and honestly, that's better than like the Wonderland food, where the not just the not just the food is really poor quality, but the service is extremely poor quality. As is the like the pricing of the food, which has gone up astronomically. There is a there is a a, a viral TikTok of a seventeen dollar grilled cheese. And someone filming the person making it and it truly was craft singles and then a white bread and then they were just like making it and it was like 17 dollars. and i'm and it was it got kind of viral in like the toronto community so that's what i would change because it's like they charge that price because they can because it's such a busy park and people will pay for the food but no but like regulars or pass holders will obviously not pay that food and they also um canada's wonderland is one of the parks i know the most that has a proper outdoor picnic culture like people will bring if you come to the park around like one or two they're in the grassy areas around the park people will have full-on tents hibachis like everything and there's like (laughs) dozens of them so the fact that there's people plan to do this not just for the price but like just in a lot in a lot of i'm sure people bring food to other parks but canada's wonderland seems like it is a park that it happens a lot at so that's the main reason why also dietary restriction foods no gluten-free no vegan options um, no allergy friendly options basically anywhere garbage yeah yeah well i have two i have two things i would give canada's wonderland now um now that i've heard what you guys have talked about um this is the one i'm adding on here uh, i want to get think carowinds harmony hall mm-hmm. i want to gift that to to canada's wonderland you've got like one kitchen that's doing um you know it might be batch cooking but like a bunch of different options put a little bar in there put a little stage up there kind of make it a communal thing in there because when, at a park like canada's wonderland where it's like a huge coaster park it's not a picnic park we're not in pennsylvania like something's broken there mm-hmm. so i think i think um let's put in like a harmony hall type because that's almost an attraction to me um to have a stage to have like different food options there a bar um let's do that canada's wonderland you're getting a harmony hall and then um the second thing we got to address the coaster lineup here we've got some really good like b&ms that have been added in the past couple of years it sounds like Seems like everything we're adding is a B&M at this point. So let's just keep that trend going. Let's get Flight Deck out of here. Maybe even take out the Zamperla Flying Coaster. Let's put in a really good B&M invert. Mm. I'd love that. Right in that lot. Let's put one in. It'd It'd be so good. I completely agree about Harmony Hall. We need that. They just built Lazy Bear and it is already overcrowded. It is smaller than Harmony Hall. And during Winterfest, you good luck finding a seat. It's on the 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 shortest wait I found was about 25 minutes. The longest wait is the the line was outside the um the it went the line for for food went outside the doors and then all the way down the mountain towards the fountain. So it's about a two to three hour wait if you're waiting in that. So <laughs> <laughs> it's I this exactly what I called I think when I fir- when we first was announced last year or earlier this year that it would be overcrowded immediately it would be over capacity within as soon as it opened so we need a harmony hall 
Cedar Fair does that sometimes. They 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 have these cool restaurant ideas and they just underbuild it, mm-hmm. like make it too small and, and not enough capacity. And I'm like, what? Like especially since Harmony Hall, like they've just been putting in like even at Worlds of Fun, they they put in a pizza place and there's no indoor seating. It's just like they knocked a building down and now you're sitting in the sun. <laughs> it's like what the hell are we doing? Cedar Why? Fair? Like no one wants to eat pizza in the direct sun. Like what the hell? No. Especially when that used to be a dining location where you sat inside. No, yeah. it's yeah. It they need they need some help. So that is great. I'm glad. I think with all three of our gifts, Canada's Wonderland will benefit greatly from what we have to offer this holiday season. Uh, what do you guys say we go to my home park? I live here in Kansas City, so my home park. I'm driving um, three and a half hours the opposite direction of my real home park, World of Fun. And we're going to Silver Dollar City. <laughs> Good decision. Good decision. Hey, it's it's more interesting conversation and it's a more interesting park. So Silver Dollar City, I know I have like three things I'm going to bring up. So, um, you know, bring up as many as you all need. But what do you give the park that seems to already have pretty much everything? Silver Dollar City. Who wants to start with this one? Silver Dollar City. Okay, question. I know, Mitch, you do stocking stuffers, right? Yes. Do you all do stocking stuffers down in the in America? Yep. Okay, just good. Just making sure. Because my stocking stuffer for Silver Dollar City it would be a train that does not freaking derail and flip over. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Hey, that's a pretty that's good deal. Park, right? Like, I didn't get that wrong. It wasn't like Dollywood or anything. No, you're in the right place. I think just tip <laughs> the fuck over. Because <laughs> that's all I know about that place pretty much until I did a little bit of research. <laughs> I love that that's what introduced you to Silver Dollar City. You know, the, the tragic <laughs> train tipping. Not, you know, the... No one died, right? I shouldn't adventures. be laughing about this. No, I think... I mean, I don't even know that there were any true... I mean, there was a couple people that went to the hospital for it. Um... You think maybe like a broken wrist or something, you know, something like that. From hey, volume. get that bag. Sue the park. Yeah, for yeah, sure. <laughs> you know they will be. Yeah. Yeah. But that's a good train. So, I mean, they've got like a, a scene in the middle of it. You get robbed on the train. Oh, uh, it's, one it's of those. A, yeah. It's a beloved like uh, locals. When they go to Silver Dollar City, everybody rides the train. Like okay. there's people posting on Silver Dollar City Facebook groups right now. They're like, man, I miss the train. I miss the train so much. I'm, I'm sorry. Quick sidebar. I just had this memory come back to me that I totally forgot about for years. I was at Knott's in 2010. And like up here in Canada, you don't really see guns, right? So we're on a freaking train. And these two guys hop up into the train. And they have like little masks on. And they just stick a gun on me. And I like, oh, shit, my pants. Oh, no. <laughs> Just a little culture shock moment there. It was the theming and whatnot. I eventually realized it, but holy smokes, did I get scared? Because I I wouldn't think that they'd be allowed to just hop on a moving train. But that's Mm. what they did, and it just scared the crap out of little old, like, 10-year-old Logan. Oh, my God. I bet they exclusively pick on Canadian kids for that. Probably. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, but that's a good addition. Uh, Maybe they take the train whistle out, by the way. It's really loud there. It's too loud, like... It almost annoys me when it goes by. So if we're getting a new train, let's let's dim the whistle down a little bit. Okay. And uh, I'll be good. That's a good addition. I like that, Logan. Logan, what nice. else? That was your stocking stuffer. What, what's oh, your yeah. actual gift for Silver Dollar City? 
my actual gift is uh so the coaster lineup was looking pretty good um okay this is where it got tricky right i have a sweet spot for a certain type of roller coaster that i don't even know if they still make them anymore zaire tivoli's <laughs> so many trees you could do something cool zoom around through the trees right they do still I make them they still uh, make them i mean wildwood um so um gosh maurice pierce um has a zaire like a more modern it's the runaway runaway tram on the boardwalk and it's uh it looks pretty good yeah let's throw one of those in there i like those i think it'd be a fun time i i mostly just say that right because that's pretty much the roller coaster i've ridden this year but i like them they're a good time chug along through trees could be fun and throw that thing on the side of a mountain put some views on it I, i like what you're thinking here i know one person that this will be in reference to throw it as they did at ocean park with the mine train big old scenic views across the cliff i like that yeah, And then, uh, yeah, my last thing also has to do with the woods. I think we need a poutine shack. Didn't uh, one of the places like burn down a year or so ago there? Yeah. Stick the poutine shack there. And they're adding some new stores to replace. They should have put a poutine window at the very least. Yeah, a little poutine shack. Throw it there. You can have a bunch of poutine. I think poutine just, I think it would catch on in America. People just don't know how to make it properly. I guess my question is, is there poutine in 1883, you know, Wild West? Oh, is that the whole thing? Yeah, the whole theme is like you're in a, you're in 1883. Uh, that's the year. That would be why they serve them in skillets. Mm-hmm. And that's why you had the plastic silverware. <laughs> <laughs> We're not allowed to have that in Canada. I went to McDonald's the other day, and it was literally a wooden knife and a wooden fork. Yeah, they had those at Starbucks too. They have a wooden knife. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. I like yeah, that no, lot. it was interesting. Fairly effective too. I was shocked, but uh, no, that's interesting that they. I never actually thought they themed the food like that. That's cool. Yeah, I think I think uh, I think that's the vibe. I know it's amazing. Dollywood is an 1880s um, coal mining town. It's amazing how much chicken fingers and burgers and pizza they had back <laughs> then. It's shocking. True. It's Are a- you guys just fucking with me? <laughs> I think the general theme is that, but then you have the. Uh, the, in the middle, like the kids need fucking chicken fingers. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> you guys, this was all going over my head, like one of those slash whoosh moments. But there is, a, I mean, I do think that the skillet idea, like it is a theatrical thing. Yeah, theatrical, theatrical, theatrical. Well, if anyone from eighteen hundreds are listening to us, let us know if that's how you used to cook your supper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my <clears throat> gift. To Silver Silver Dollar City, I have a fun, I have I have a funny one, a cheeky one, and an actual one. Which one do you want to hear first? Uh, let's go funny. Okay, I would give it an LGBTQ museum <laughs> because they need a bit more gay and a little bit more woke down in Branson, Missouri. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think that's where the LGBTQ museum should be. There should be one at Dollywood and one at Silver Dollar City so they can pr- pr- prove that they're allies. Allies. Should put it in the church. Yeah, absolutely. Just take tear the church down. And my real one is a very well-themed indoor coaster because I feel like that's like what they are missing in case it does rain or if it's very cold. So like a really, really nicely themed long indoor coaster. I like I like the coaster slash dark ride 
vibe as well, kind of like a universal style. So that's what I would give them. So like they already have fire in the hole, which is kind of like the old classic. Well, that's like, like the classic. Vibe. That's like yeah, but this would be more of a thrill. Ooh, like a mummy. Like I'm, like thinking, a, I'm thinking like the mummy yeah. in Universal Orlando, but like a you could yee- put any type of story behind it. That'd be really cool. Exactly, like a yeehaw version of that. Like of of, of that. Like you can throw in a drop track. You could throw in that sort of thing. But I, I would really like it to be like part of the storytelling element. Have a really themed cue have it fit into the story of the whole land, but you could do whatever you want with it. Like you could have it be a launch or a lift or whatever it is, but just a bit more thrill, like closer to the thrill of a powder keg sort of. Yeah. That'd be awesome. I think that'd be a great addition. Yeah. Cause you do have uh, I mean, you got, it's not open year round, but it's pretty close. Well, yeah, it rains a decent amount in, uh, in down there and it can get cold. So might as well take advantage of the indoors. And they do have um, the rumored building behind Fireman's Landing is uh, allegedly going to be a new fire in the hole, maybe. So uh, I wonder if they'd go thrill with that. Do you actually, is the water splash still on fire in the hole? Yes. Do you actually get wet? Um, you get you get like sprinkled. So like Pirates of the Caribbean wet? Yeah, Pirates of the Caribbean, what I'd say. Okay, because I was wondering, because I think the Dollywood, I think Blazing Fury would add, it would be even better with the water splash. It would be. And then did you have one more thing you were adding to uh, Silver Dollar City? One funny and one serious. That's all I had. Oh, but, funny oh, slash like cheeky. A, ah. Oh, sorry, funny oh. slash cheeky, and then one real one. Okay, I gotcha. Well, yeah. I actually do have three. Um, okay. And none of them are coasters. Um, I I weirdly think, outside of the idea you just gave, because I like it, <laughs> that they don't really need more coasters at Silver Dollar City. Like, it's not really the people that go there are not really going for coasters. They're going more to eat, to stumble around, to just take in the ambience. Um, as in the decor. Logan would say, in the decor. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, But yeah, the first thing I would do actually is they are moving, as you can see behind me, I have tasting cards from Silver Dollar City that just proudly on display as many Missourians love to eat. Um, We love tasting cards and you're starting to see these tasting cards become more and more popular at Silver Dollar City. So much so when you're there for an event and you're waiting in line on like a Saturday, uh, you might be in a line for a booth for like. 15 20 minutes just to get like a sample um and that's because like the booths that they have out are literally just like you know 60 year old man from southern missouri pops up hey i think i'd have one of those uh (laughs) cinnamon buns all right and then you know he pays cash and then (laughs) of course you know the how the the stands operated um you've got (laughs) Or he pays card and it's not working or something. But wait, you got one person that's taking the order and then he's getting them the food. Nobody else is ordering. It's just that one. We're waiting for the food. Uh, he gets the food. They finish their transaction. They have a conversation because it's Southern Missouri. And um, then the next person gets to order. So I want like an Epcot approach here mm-hmm. of having like three cashiers. You get your ticket. You pick up your item. They have it ready. You go. Um, so I think just operationally and 
this would be one of the best gifts for them is for their tasting cards. Because I think one of the reasons most enthusiasts don't get those cards is because if you are there on a busy day, you don't want to be waiting in line. So I think that would be one of their best additions. And do it year-round. They could do a year-round tasting card. They have enough events. They have Street Fest. They have their Halloween event. They have Pass Holder Appreciation. They've got enough to make it happen. Number two, they need a resort. Ooh. You've got Giant. I mean, this is like a little bit more Bible-heavy Gatlinburg for Missouri. Um, so there's a lot of attractions to do. There's a lot of <laughs> Jesus shows during Christmas. There's, <laughs> I mean, when you go to Branson, you could just go for Silver Dollar City, but you're missing out on a lot. Um, I vacationed there a lot, and I haven't done everything before. So um, to have the resort element, maybe extend their day, maybe where you have uh, people buying season passes because they're staying on the resort, um, being able to go to other attractions and that sort of thing. It's just such a big park, such a big tourist destination for it not to have a resort. And I hear it's coming. Hmm. So I, I hope that comes soon. And then my last gift I would give to Silver Dollar City is um, I, I would pull a world of fun, basically. And I'd say, oh, shit, we took this away. But here it is. It's back. You can have it back. Um, Celebration City is a tiny amusement park that used to be owned by Hershend. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was on the Branson mm. Strip. I drove by it a couple times this year. It's still just a strip. I think they use it for storage. I think the uh, Dolly Parton Stampede or something might have used it for housing like horses or something. I don't know, but it's it's still just a naked plot of land, and it's in a good tourist spot. Let's get it back there. Let's get the Ozark Wildcat going again. Let's get that nighttime park like a, a fun spot vibe park. Back to the Branson Strip. And those are my gifts to Silver Dollar City. Thank I you like for that. coming to my TED Talk. That sounds great. That also sounds like it would improve Silver Dollar City and makes it make it even better than it already is. So I like all of our ideas and cannot wait to go see the queer history show hosted <laughs> by Dolly Parton, RuPaul, and Lil Nas X. Lil Nas X at Silver Dollar City in 2024. I was going to suggest Miley Cyrus, but that's true as well. Lil Nas X is probably best. We can have we can have a variety show. We can have a full full on variety show. We could have the stars of Heartstopper there, as I am a big fan of all of them. We can have uh, Luke Evans, who is very good to look at. We could have all others. Carly Rae Jepsen. Carly Rae Luke Evans. Is Luke Evans Gaston? Yes. Yeah. And yeah, he's very good to look at. Gay. G-A-E. Yep. Gay. So. <laughs> gay, you know? So that's, that's what we can benefit from. Nice. I thought for a second you went G-E-H and it was gay, but like Canadian gay. Oh, I like that. That's actually good. I'm gay. But it needs to pick up on a thing. I'll let you pioneer that one, Mitch. I like that. I'll, I'll I'll trademark it to you. We can share the trademark. Trademark it to the coaster cussy. Okay, beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a plan to me. Hey, but if anybody can do that plan, it's Dolly Parton. So let's uh let's get that let's get that museum going. Yeah. Hey, we got a an interview with Park Hoppers Radio. Austin and Owen. I DM'd him. 
they DM back and they're like, hey, I'll just come on the show. Let's have a little conversation. So that we're let's let's go ahead and cut to them. And uh, they just finished up season one of their podcast. Sounds familiar, right? Um, they did theirs in like not a hundred episodes, which is probably smarter. Um, mm. But yeah, they're they're kind of celebrating their first season, and they just launched their second season. So we're gonna listen to what they have to say and talk about. All right, cousins, we've got a special two guest with us today. We have Austin and Owen from Park Hoppers Radio, a somewhat newish podcast in the scene. I think they started back in April, and uh, they're both here to talk about their podcast, what's going on, what's going on in the future. So welcome, Austin and Owen. How Excited you doing, man? You Pleasure to be here. Thank you. Thanks for having us. For for those that, that haven't listened to your show, who are you guys? What do you do? I, I hear it's a podcast. What's going on over there at Park Hoppers Radio? So I would say uh, we, so we started the podcast back in April, uh, kind of introduced Owen because we met at work. So we met at FedEx yeah. uh, and we became best friends. And then last year we went to Universal for the first time. We actually went to Cedar Point opening day. Yeah. Pretty rough opening day because Cedar Point opening days are understandably hard to get uh-huh. on rides. Um, and then we, a lot of stuff was closed, but then we went to universal and he rode Velocicoaster and he's like, dude, like I love roller coasters. And I'm like, and I told my backstory of me being an enthusiast since I was like 10, having a Cedar point fan page, a coaster fan page, all these things. Um, and then I was, we kind of were talking about getting a season pass, like might as well. Um, Mm. but it was kind of just random. Like it was one of those guy moments, like, Hey, let's start a podcast, you know, just for fun. See where it goes, you know? So Austin, you've been an enthusiast. When when did your enthusiasm start? Like you just always like coasters? Yeah. So with my backstory is basically like my parents have always been theme park people. Like we grew up 20 minutes away from Jugga Lake, which is now closed down and defunct. Um, mm-hmm. So we had a season pass there till I was seven. Um, we went to Cedar Point all the time. I mean, we kind of just grew up in a family of so coaster, you know, theme park people. And then playing Roller Coaster Tycoon 1, 2, and 3 as kids. Uh, kind of just grew up from there, but then like had a Cedar Point fan page on Instagram, and it just kind of blossomed blossom from there. That's awesome. And Owen, your your first introduction to roller coasters is one of the best coasters in the world, and Velocicoaster. Yeah. You're just like, you know what? Yeah, I'm gonna keep doing this. Tell me about that. What what is that even like? It was it was just an amazing experience. You know, I mean, growing up, I was just I was like scared for roller coasters. You know, I was scared of heights and everything. And then we went. And Austin took me on a trip to Disney and we got, and like got, he stood, we started off easy at Disney coasters, then we went to Universal and Velocicoaster. I just fell in love with it. It was just amazing. Wait, so it was the trip, you guys went on the trip to, it was like a bro trip. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, well yeah. it was a, it was a, bro, it was a bro trip plus one, but that yeah. plus one didn't come with us this year to Universal. So yeah. fair enough. I, I catch your drift. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but this year was a hundred percent more enjoyable. But like, yeah, that that trip was still amazing. Like our first, both yeah. of us, it was our first time riding Velocicoaster, and I didn't watch the POV for it because I'm kind of uh-huh. like I don't watch the POVs, and well, we both we, got off the ride. Plan, we didn't even really plan to go to Universal because we were it was like a Disney trip, and then like I don't know where like we're like hey let's just go to Universal. I give all credit to my uncle. He has, I still have a text message on my phone. It said, Hey, check out this ride. I know you're a coaster enthusiast. Check out this ride at Universal. And uh, kind of our backstory, if anybody listens that's from our podcast, is during the pandemic at FedEx, we worked 60, 70 hours a week. So I really fell off the coaster enthusiast train. Like I didn't have any time to do crap. And uh, then he's like, Hey, check this out while you're down there. It's our one week off of the whole year. 
And I'm like, mm. let's just go to this park. Why not? We and I bought all my, bought all of us tickets because we were celebrating yeah. our 21st birthdays. And yeah, we just rode a coaster and it kind of just blossomed from there. Now, did this time up with the start of the podcast? Like, how much time was in between the universal experience, the Velocicoaster experience, and starting the podcast? Uh, what was, I don't know. It was probably a couple months after. It was, well, because we rode, that was in July of 2021. And then yeah. we started the podcast. We decided in like May, around the beginning yeah. of May to start. No, wait. No, the beginning of April to start it. So, yeah. No. So in March, we kind of like were. I, I told Owen, I really like when I went to Cedar Point, the closing day of 2021, I went by myself with or with a group of friends, but I was the only one writing stuff. And Owen, uh, he was out of town. And I kind of just had that like, itch. I'm like, I really want to get back into the coaster community, like fully back into it, like a page or something. Um, yeah. I'm like, let's go to Carowinds opening day. So our trip, you know, we went to the Akron championship game and then we went to the Carowinds mm-hmm. opening day. And uh, Owen's just like, dude, I love this stuff. Like, yeah, I, was, like Fury. Fury, King's Dominion, we did, you know, King's Dominion trip too on that on that trip coming back home. Uh he yeah. just he's like we just loved it. So yeah, it, it's just nice traveling to new new parks, just new states. Yeah, it was just fun. Oh, and what's it like? I mean, you you you've kind of recently discovered these roller coasters. You've been to parks with Austin and you got you're learning, you're learning, and then you're just in a podcast, like talking yeah. to these coaster nerds. Is that intimidating at all? Uh, I mean, a little bit because I I don't have a lot of knowledge right now, but yeah, it's it's a little intimidating. But I'm in there. Give me like another year or two. I'll be right up there with them. Do you feel like you've grown though? Like doing, you know, however many months of podcasting? Is it like, wait a second, I'm starting to figure this stuff out? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. All the coast knowledge, coaster like sayings and everything. Yeah. And I think that's what's actually kind of interesting with with your guys' show is is Owen loves this stuff and he's still learning. And then, and Austin, you're this guy that just nerded out about Geauga Lake and, and knows yeah. all these things about coasters. And, yeah. and I think that's interesting. I think that is um, for the listener, like it's not very intimidating. I think with a lot of coaster podcasts these days, you got to know the lingo and you're going and mm. it, it kind of feels like uh more inviting than a lot of podcasts I've listened yeah. to. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. It's it's definitely been fun growing with Owen and growing with our co-host or our yeah. guy that so June is our West Coast reporter and we love June. He's on the West Coast and he kind of reports for us stuff all out there. But June is also a newer coaster enthusiast this year too. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of for us, it's more of a laid back, like you come on our podcast. Yeah. And we've said it before. It's like you come here, let's forget about crap going on in the world, politics like anything at all just come here listen for an hour out of your day on your drive home whatever it is and we're mm-hmm. it's it, it's more laid back than like yeah we talk about news stories we talk about our rankings but it's just yeah. like it's a conversation between me and Owen because we literally sit in the same yeah. room and talk and it's just mm-hmm. like yeah i mean sometimes we just ramble off dude scoff topic you know yeah. it's <laughs> random stuff because we get yeah we get distracted especially sports in cleveland so that's yeah yeah but <laughs> So looking back at the podcast, you guys, how many episodes in are you actually? You get, uh, okay. top of your as of okay, like as 36? of we when we when we finish on Wednesday, we'll be posting our our season one finale, um, and we're actually splitting it in two episodes because it would have been like four and a half hours if we didn't. Uh, so it would be actually thirty four and thirty five. So we'll end the season uh-huh. one on thirty five episodes. Kind of looking back on season one and 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 kind of learning how to podcast and figuring out the community and that sort of stuff. What are some of your favorite memories? Uh, maybe your proudest moments of the podcast so far. Growing as like a podcast, you know, meeting all these new coaster enthusiasts, like getting all these followers, like 
Austin posts Austin posts all these like like ideas and things on Instagram that the fans can interact with, and just getting out all the fans that follow us to in, like get involved in the podcast. Awesome. Yeah, I would I would say the same thing. It's uh, just the community aspect and uh, yeah. kind of growing is that because like people know like I I really love. I have a lot of passions in life and it's more, maybe it's my ADHD with all my hobbies, but uh, I love sharing my photography and to share the photography on the side of the coasters too, because the, my photography, I love doing that also with podcasting, uh, but growing as community, meeting new people, like uh, I'll give a shout out mm-hmm. to NJ intense thrills. I got my hundredth credit with him on El Toro. <laughs> uh, so it was a really cool meeting up in the park meeting June, uh, June kind of DM yeah. us out of nowhere. And now he's yeah. one of our best friends. Um, but it's just more of the community aspect and interacting. Like I'll go on Reddit, I'll go on Facebook, I'll go on Twitter groups and just say, Hey, like what's your favorite memory of the year? And then I'll like, Hey, can I use your comment in the podcast? And it just, mm-hmm. like I said, overall, just growing with the community and getting to know people. So yeah, I've noticed your guys' engagement on social media and that sort of thing. And and even in the podcast, it's, it's really good. You guys have, a, I think you have a really good strategy as far as like, how are we going to get people to not only just, Look at our beautiful pictures on Instagram, yes. which I noticed. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God, this is not an iPhone photo. This is crazy. <laughs> this is a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Austin it's just takes some great pictures. It's just a pain in the butt because, like, when we go to the parks, it's always the question when we get out of the car. Owen goes, mm-hmm. are you taking your camera? And he goes, yeah. are, he goes, are we getting a locker today? So yeah. it's, an extra, it's an extra $20 we tackle. Yeah, it, that it's, always an it's always an asshole. It's always an asshole. But uh, yeah, I mean, if you love photography, I think it's yeah. uh, worth the the twenty dollars, even though it's yeah. Gosh, yeah. Walkers are too expensive. Minus great, great America, because great America actually, like, I didn't have to put my I, my bag could stay in the station everywhere, so that was great. True, but that is true. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, moving forward, I mean, I'm assuming there might be a season two coming up. Are you guys excited to try something? Are you, uh, you know, kind of? I know whenever you kind of end a season, you, you're looking forward, and that's kind of when the creative juices get to flowing. Are are you guys like you have any goals for season two and beyond? With with us, I mean, we've discussed it. I mean, it's a blessing we also live literally 20 minutes away from each other. Yeah. So yeah. we 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 don't have to call the phone, and we work together. Uh-huh. So basically, we see each other almost every day. Um, yeah. But no, the first season two we've talked about is just. Uh, more interaction with the fan base. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, we, the consistency we post every Wednesday mm-hmm. um, and like this Wednesday is different because we have the double episode next week. Um, but just, yeah. Uh, for us, it's more, more that some more like fun episodes too. Like, yeah. Um, especially talking with like park officials and getting those interviews uh, mm-hmm. because like this year we've reached out to, you know, I would say around 15 to 20. Uh, we've got a few, but it's just mm-hmm. this year is like growing. They're like, oh, you're small still. So come back to us when you're bigger. Yeah. <laughs> so, but no, it's just a more, uh, a more like showy show. And in, in mm-hmm. terms of like, you know, like sound effects and like, you know, in, in an official like intro, we want to get a real intro going instead of me just saying, yeah. hey, c- well, coming up on today's episode. Yeah. Um, but we're, it was funny. We were talking about um, we have really two big, famous sports announcers in Ohio. Mm-hmm. And yes. Tom Hamilton and uh, what's the other Jim Donovan guys? and Jim Donovan. We were trying to like reach out to them to like record a 15 minute, second intro for us, but just more of like a set cool. stylized show in terms of like, mm-hmm. you know, it's pretty free flowing right now, but just more like, you know, like more fan interactions, more park trip reports sent to us and stuff. Just yeah, stuff like that. Well, it's an exciting time. I know we just wrapped up uh, our season one recently. And for some reason I went a hundred episodes before I, <laughs> 
<laughs> no, after yeah, my c- season, but uh. Well, congratulations on 100 again. I that's that's awesome, man. That's thank that's you. So yeah, cool. it's yeah. a really cool milestone. Once you get there, you're like, oh shit, I've, I've kind of been doing this for a minute. You guys will get there one day too, I'm sure. Oh yeah. So yeah, but season two, it's just more of just like we take a little or a little three week break and uh, just kind of let the news pile up and we'll talk about all the news as we get forward into season two. So, mm-hmm. but right now it's also we, we also take this break right now because we're both at FedEx and it's peak season. So yeah, it's <laughs> that makes sense. Busy time. Now, what do you guys do when you're not working or not riding coasters? Owen, oh, go ahead. Really, I mean, I hike. We we I don't. I'm always finding things to do around cleveland i mean i follow these people on instagram and tiktok like cool food places to go or like cool places to like just hang out at around so yeah i'm a i'm a venture so hey somebody's uh, eat, if somebody's eating in cleveland what are you gonna eat like what's, yeah, a, what's yeah. the one spot you, somebody one night in cleveland town hall's very nice place to go or um new this new place that just opened up it's called um Pioneer. Pioneer. So so Pioneer is basically themed to a campsite, yeah. but it's a restaurant. Ooh. Like everything's campfire themed. Like they have a yeah. they have a everything, everything is wood. Everything is wood wood burned. Like for us, yeah. I mean, like the, we have obviously our separate time from theme parks and we'll go hiking. Mm-hmm. And you know, on my own, I'm a really oh, and everybody pretty much is. I'm a huge, huge music nerd. Like, like yeah. I love music. That's probably the second most important thing next to my life. Number one is obviously my religion and my faith with Jesus. But number two is like, I love Zach Bryan. I love sunsets. Any, Don't forget sunsets. Sunsets. My whole camera rolls all sunsets. So, but it's just, <laughs> it's, it's all culminates as God's creation, but yeah. um, no music is like one huge thing for me and star Wars. So also outside of theme parks and stuff, my family and Owen helped this year. Um, and last year, we also yeah. run a family run haunted house through our, our backyard. What? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so no, this year it was our third year running. We're called the Haunt on Hastings. Uh, we run it all. So basically all of our proceeds go to charity. It's all donation based. You don't have to pay to get in. Uh, but literally our backyard is Owen knows he helped build it for yeah. a month and a half yeah. with us. Uh, is just like 10, t- 10 by 20 tents in our backyard, like huge, like four minute walk through in our backyard. Uh, because we have a pretty decent sized yard. Uh, but we had like what we had, what, th- 1300 people come through this year. Something like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So and ra- raised around fifteen hundred dollars for charity. So it was an amazing time, and um, it was fun. The whole community, we really got the whole community involved. Like we were on Spectrum News, and the news yeah. it was crazy. So <laughs> that's like that sounds like everybody's Halloween dream is to like every coaster nerd to be to be able to put on a haunted house like that. And you guys just do it. Yeah, and I think yeah. I think it really goes back to the community aspect with me. Is like we we're talking about building the community here, but also building the community at home and uh, just giving back to my neighborhood because the neighborhood kids like we live next to an elementary school. Mike, yeah, you know we could we could donate the money we use because we spent like three thousand dollars building this thing every mm-hmm. year, or we could put it back into the haunted house and then everybody has fun with it. So yeah, that's awesome. I love that story. That's great. Now, where where can we find you guys? Where can we find the podcast? Where can we find you guys on socials? Everywhere we got. So it's just Park Hoppers Radio on TikTok. Um, I run that. It's fun. I kind of try to have fun with it. Um, I, I crap on Green Lantern a lot on there. Um, uh, Instagram, you can find basically we talk about like we post updates for our podcast. At it's just Park Hoppers Radio again. And then right now we're on Spotify and Google Play and then branching out from there well boys i really appreciate you coming on the show congratulations on your first season and, and completing that can't wait to see what's going on in season two and uh oh and i can't wait for you to ride more coasters man i'm, I'm excited for you I, 
I, I think documenting the the pureness of just falling in love with it is uh, is pretty special. So cheers to you and and for being brave and and stepping out in the community and saying, <laughs> you know what I don't know everything but I'm gonna I'm gonna have a party. Yeah, thank you. Well, of course, uh, and also then yeah. season two, we're obviously getting that. So we'll we'll have you on season two for us. So you got to come on with us and come over to the park hopper. Yeah, so I'll be around. You guys just hit awesome. me up. I'll be there. Good guys, Owen and Austin, FedEx dudes, just talking about coasters. I love it. I love it a lot. Amazing. Hey, we got one more present to give. We uh, do. Yeah, we got one more. And this is the park that, you know, probably none of our listeners have visited except for you, Logan. And it's the only one you visit, so we gotta we gotta rep it. Rep it well, hard. Apparently Galaxy I gotta Island. I gotta call it a home park. It's kinda hard to call anything a home park when it's <laughs> six hours away. But we're gonna go to my home park, which is, you know, six hours west down the Yellowhead Highway. We're going to Edmonton, Galaxy Land. Honestly, we, we should have specified it to the whole mall, but we picked just Galaxy Land because we're coaster heavy. So we're just going to focus on Galaxy Land. I truly treat the whole mall as my home park. West Ed, Galaxy Land. Feel free to fill a stuffing or fill a stocking of um, the mall if you need to. Okay. Ooh. Yeah, especially if it's parking lot related. Call back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I miss him. You want me to start? I got, I got one. I got two things. This is the least amount of things I have for a park, so I'll, I'll start it off here. Do it, okay. Galaxy Land, a park I've never been to. I believe you've both been, but one of the sad things about Galaxy Land is that that Schwarzkopf Louver is just sitting, standing, but not operating. Nobody really knows what's happening. Nobody knows if it's coming back. Nobody knows if it's going away. Nobody knows. So here's it's what scary. we're gonna do. We're going to burn that motherfucker to the ground. No, we're not. <laughs> we're not. It's taking up too much space. This. We're going to burn that motherfucker to the ground. We don't need no water like that <laughs> motherfucker. Oh, my God. We're not doing that. We already had a tragedy on that thing, and that was part of my presence. Well, we'll burn it after you give it a present. Okay, um, that was my stocking stuffer. We'll get there. You can keep rolling. Sorry, I interrupted you. My bad. Apologies. Eventually, the flames will go out, and we'll give it the present that it deserves, and that's going to be with a better coaster. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you, I'm going to gift you, by the way, because this is a much better ride. We're going to give you a a Gerslauer Infinity Coaster. So this is similar to like Monster at... Adventureland, this is similar to Hang nope, Hang Time at Knott's yeah. Berry Farm. And um I th- I think it's something that would respectfully replace Galaxy Land would be modern. Um Gerslauer's not going anywhere anytime soon, so there's gonna be parts for it. And um I think and I don't think there's enough space for this, but I think we put an infinity coaster there. And you know at Mall of America, Nickelodeon Universe, the the ride that goes in a circle with the um the Ninja Turtle ride where you can walk oh, back yeah. and forth and try to invert. I don't think we have enough room for this because I I don't I don't have a sense of space. But let's somehow put that as well. Like put some sort of flat ride. I would prefer that, but some sort of flat ride with it designed into the infinity coaster so you can just fit another ride in there. 
You would definitely be able to. They opened up Mindbender with three flat rides within it, so you definitely wow. would be able to get at least one or two in there. Yeah. Well, let's make it two, and then the second one is, um, I don't know. What, what is it missing? A scrambler. Mm. <laughs> Respect. That would be kind of nice, actually. I would enjoy scrambler. Or you could fit a half pipe coaster in, too. One of those intimate half pipes. Yeah. Mm. yeah like the one in Mall of America. Yeah. So I'm basically copying those? and pasting from Mall of America. That's an intimate half pipe. Okay. So it won't it won't ever be open, but you know, um <laughs> Mindbender isn't open right now, so that's okay. Yeah. And that's yeah. what I put in there. I like those picks. Mitch, as someone who grew up going mm-hmm. to Galaxyland throughout your entire childhood, what would you add to this place? I did grow up going here. So now that we expanded to the entire mall, I have a couple stocking stuffers. My first stocking stuffer would be a not new slides of the water park, but I want the I want the the slides to be replaced with just new like material. Like I want this exact same slide layout to be there, but this water stains at like the old the mall. I would like just new slide actual infrastructure there. Logan, you're waving. What what are you what do you want to include? I think we need to give a person we interviewed on a couple weeks back a call to come up and do West Ed. Mm. I think uh, Jalen, roller coaster painter, he said he uh, mm. has a factory, not what, well, not a factory, an industry secret their company has. They patented, mm. they did for water slide coverings. Yes, let's get them up to the mall. I would love that. A good refresh of the slides is what it needs. Because even when they first opened, it was in the 80s. So it was like the beige was all the rage. So like definitely want like more brightly colored um, slides. <laughs> I'm, and just, I'm so good. It's, it's true. a fucking shirt. <laughs> <laughs> then you find it like a target. <laughs> Be- beige is all the rage. Oh my God. Uh, Y'all laughing at me. It's true. <laughs> it is, though. That's why it's it. funny. Oh, my God. Uh, my second stocking stuffer would to be to bring back the tube ride in its original form. So, like, the Raging Rapids ride in oh. the form before me and Logan even experienced it. Because, oh. like, the one that we experienced, or I definitely experienced when I was a kid, was the second iteration of it. Mm-hmm. But the first iteration that is on Best Edmonton Mall's YouTube channel, highly recommend the video on it. I want to bring back that original version where you're just crammed in there. There's a bunch of slides around. Like, it it was a great time. So, I, that would be my second stocking stuffer for the mall my actual present which i think maybe my third stocking stuffer is to get the part from my mind better so it reopens i think it's probably logan's as well but my actual gift would be to tear out that everything that is in that side in a one side over by space shot like the stupid yep. shooting dark ride and the, the hey. You don't talk trash about Quirks in the Works. I like that Japanese dark shooter. So tear out Quirks in the Works. No. Tear out the, the this pirate ship. We have one in Callaway Park. You can go there. And put in a <laughs> put in a turntable launch compact coaster similar to Sandy's. Similar. Because you could fit it there. And I don't care what anyone says. You could fit it there. It can be Intamin. If, I would prefer it to be Intamin. But, I mean, it has to be open. So that would that would be my present would be a second large scale coaster scale coaster with those items in the back removed. Yeah, honestly, that's very similar to me, Mitch. Get that part for uh, Mindbender, 
then I definitely... So I go back and forth, right? I think Gale Force looks like a super cool coaster, mm. and I personally like that layout more than Sandy's. I can't comment on how that rides exactly, but I would want some sort of mashup between the two. I like that. To go into that space. Utilize that extended portion of the roof that you have had since the park opened, and that would be my big thing to add in there. Um, As well as like other little stocking stuffers goes, just finish the Hasbro retheme. Y'all are doing really good. Mm. They're slowly chipping away at it. It's adding a whole new life and feel into the place. Continue to finish it off. Get all the ground repainted again like they've been starting. It's bringing more life into there. And it's also surprisingly bringing in more traffic. So it's starting to get that bump up again. But without Mindbender, the park doesn't really have a soul. So Mm-mm. they need to sort that out somehow. Yeah, they definitely do. I think all of those ideas would make Mindbender even more of a world-class park than it already is. I sadly will not be – I will for Christmas, Calgary is a three-hour drive south of Edmonton, which is where I grew up. I grew yeah. up going to Galaxyland, if anyone didn't know. But because Mindbender is not open, it is not worth the three-hour trip for me. I have done everything else. As much as I do love the water park, Galaxy Orbiter and everything, I was really hoping it would be open so I could go up at Christmas um, as it is a great winter activity. But sadly, that is not the case. So just hoping for – better for that park in the future now mitch you need to talk about um you explain yourself here i was i was on the uh six flags instagram the other day and i was just casually looking at who does six flags follow and um i was looking at it and it's like obviously six flags over georgia six flags over texas six flags mexico heinz ketchup and then coaster travel what what <laughs> why are you like the only person that Six Flags um <laughs> follows? Uh, I have, actually a real person. I have no clue. So I didn't like I am not that person who is like, oh my god, the park followed me. Oh my god, they like my stuff. Like I get excited when I get to interact with the parks, and I do like when like Jeffrey Siebert has commented and, and posts and liked a couple of my my stuff, which is great. Um but I, I tend to keep it low key because I think it's kind of I don't need to post about it to make it valid. But a couple months ago, if not like a, like a long time ago, like six months ago, I just got a a notification. I guess I don't get notifications, but I was looking on Instagram and it just says Six Flags followed you, just out of the blue, like truly, like no warning. I think maybe I had posted about Six Flags at some point, but. I have no clue where this came from, and I, I and it didn't really spur anything. They didn't message me. They didn't like reach out to like. I thought they were going to maybe do a um, collaboration or something, but they truly didn't message me at all. And I was like, okay, so they you're like just one what? of sorry, you're one of like three people that doesn't have a check mark that they're following. Exactly, I know. So I have no clue. I'm like, I think I'm the only enthusiast. Maybe there's one other enthusiast. There's like a couple. You're the in- only enthusiast. Yeah, a couple influencers, and so they like reposted a bunch of my stuff. They reposted my um reel about Max Force the other day, which is great. But like, it's not like they're commenting and we're actually talking because I would assume they they follow people who they want to land in their message inbox. Cause that's truly what brands do is they want people who they think are going to either collaborate with or actually post content they want to repost. So I don't really know what the end game was. I've actually like very accomplished. Um, Angela coaster, Angela, who has been on the show before she 
out of the blue messaged me one day. She's like, wait, she did the same thing you do, Caleb. She's like, wait, why are, why is Six Flags following you? Like, why are you the only one? And I was like, I don't know. Like, she just messaged me right out of the blue to tell me that. And I'm like, I know, I couldn't tell you. So Six Flags, if you're listening, thanks for the follow. I appreciate it. It's just, I just, I, I, I can't explain it. I really can't. And uh, Six Flags, if you would like to come on the show and explain it, um, our DMs are open. I would like Especially to Especially Mitch's. They my are, mine are wide open. And you know what? Does 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 Coaster Studios follow Six Flags and they don't even follow him back? So eh, I don't and you know what's you know what's the best part of it all? You know what you know you want to know what the best thing about this all is? I don't even follow the Six Flags account. Never have. I never have and I never didn't even follow them back when they followed me. So I I feel you'd be missing out on their mall pictures. What? You'd be missing out on like their mall pictures, but no. in a, you know, in a theme park. Yeah. So that's yeah, that's my little Six Flags story that I uh, I have no idea where, who, how, or what that came across from. But happy, I've I've basically touched every little corner of the of the enthusiast in the coaster world, which I'm very happy about. So yeah. Mitch, you're the only person Six Legs follows that isn't following them back. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. Oh you're not even going to You You don't want to see posts about this Samsung Bluetooth speaker on the give, the 12 days of giveaway? Oh, God. I know. Okay. The corporate sponsors. So, I mean, here's another Bose one. They're, they're giving away a Bose You don't want to see the same... Them. You know, stock picture that they have from those two ladies <laughs> riding X2 from over a decade ago that they constantly keep using. Oh, my And the God. plain pink and lime green t-shirts <laughs> with no logo. Um, Can we have a show of who has the most tragic, what park slash park chain is the most tragic social media like presence? <laughs> yes. I think that would be, I think I would like, like a, I would like a deep dive analysis about like what has the most... Who has the most tragic? That needs to happen. I mean, we'll probably be kicking off the new year with like a resolution need kind of episode, but mark that down, guys. That's that's gonna be coming soon. Oh my god. It's officially on the dry erase board. Woo-woo. Yeah, April sorry, April twenty-seventh. I have the screenshot here. April twenty-seventh, twenty twenty-two, eight fifty-seven AM. Six flags follows you. Wait, and so <laughs> wait, that would have been fifteen minutes before this screenshot was taken. So that was 8.30, 8.45 a.m. Eastern time. So what the? They got to work. They clocked in and they said, you know what? Time to follow Coaster Travel on Instagram. I know. And oh, at the time, they followed 29 people. And now they're up to wow. 37. So I was one of the do- I was a 29th person they followed on Instagram. Fantastic. Jeez. I like to think there's some person who's, like, running it that is just, like, following you, like, you know, mysterious and all this, like, Hallmark movie style. Like, maybe that's our Christmas miracle. Maybe they're, maybe they're so into my career, my coaster career. They have someone who's, like, cheering me on from the background, making sure I get the followers, push me over 2,000 followers on Instagram. So, like, I think there's someone at the works really, really uh, supporting that interesting career that I have. I think so, too. Anyways, well, that was a great show. We uh, we we gifted our home parks all, all improved uh, greatly. Uh, some didn't even need improving, especially Galaxyland. Mm-hmm. Didn't need any improvements at all. But 
we've done that. We, we've we've extended the olive branch and gifted that. Um, but yeah, great time. Glad to have Ryan. Glad to have Ryan on the show. Appreciate your content there, Ryan. And Park Hoppers Radio. Always good to hear from those guys and uh, learn more about what, what they're up to. I hope you're editing this. Um, oh, I will be. You gave me an extra day. This will be the most beautiful episode yet. Oh, cool. Um, if you enjoyed the show, hey, make sure you're following us on social media. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on TikTok. We're on Instagram. And I'm start. I'm posting on YouTube again. Who knew? Yep. Surprise. Whoa. YouTube shorts. shorts? Nice. Yep. YouTube shorts. Up your shorts. It's great. Mm. Um, maybe not. Up I your make shorts. that noise. I'm sorry. Mm. <laughs> up my that's, shorts. That, that's going in the LGBTQ museum as a moment in history. <laughs> <laughs> that sound. <laughs> that's a great idea. <laughs> But yeah, if you're not, if you're only listening to the show, you're not following us on socials. I don't know what you're doing. Um, so go, go check it out. Solo.to slash Coaster Cuzzies is where you can find us. And you can also join in on the conversation on our Discord. Also at Solo.to slash Coaster Cuzzies. We have an invite there or you can just DM us on any platform and I'll respond to it. It'll be, it's a great idea. The internet's crazy. We can just do stuff like that. No kidding. I don't want to like throw any shade here at all. That's not at all what I'm trying here. But Coaster Cuzzy's Discord, of all the Coaster Discords I am, is definitely the most tight-knit community, as well as the most active. So come hop in there. Someone's always having a conversation. Pokemon, football. We talk a lot about food. Food has actually been semi-contained to the food channel. I am shocked. That never used to be the case back in the day. We're doing pretty good for a little bit. <laughs> but yeah, no, we're, we're getting there. to the new year. Everybody's trying to get on a diet, I think. <laughs> That must be what it is. We also have the health and fitness channel. If you want to talk about your diet. Hey, I'm sure that's going to be popping here in a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just come we'll pop on you. over there. All of us are in there. It's fantastic time. I will forever shout it out because those are my homies. We love you, homies. <laughs> Yay. Well, thanks for listening. I hope you guys enjoy the new museum at Silver Dollar City. <laughs> and most of all, I hope you have a happy, happy holiday. Happy holidays! Happy holidays! <laughs>